Are you excited to hear the word of the Lord today, mga kapatid? Are you? Can you tell the person beside you right now that the word, the Lord has a word for him or her today? Sabi mo lang, may salita ang Panginoon para sa'yo ngayong araw. Ganon din naman sa ating online community, Mayong Buntag, Maupay Nga Aga, Mayong Aga sa Intanan. Thank you for always tuning in and thank you for being part of the growing online community of Lighthouse. But to those that have taken time on a Sunday like this to join us face to face, we really appreciate you. Salamat sa Panginoon for waking you up Sunday after Sunday to join us in our face to face gathering. Now, para para sa mga bagong dating, I've got to know some of the newcomers today. Last Sunday po, akin pong pinisimulan ang isang pag-aaral sa aklat ni Habakkuk, isang minor prophet in the Old Testament na sinabi natin last Sunday ang kanyang pagkakaiba sa napakarami pang uh, prophets in the Old Testament is that while other prophets speak to the people, si Habakkuk was speaking to God. And while other prophets would castigate the people with all their uh, rebukes and warnings and uh, expressing the ire of God, kay Habakkuk naman po iba. Si Habakkuk, he was expressing his heart to God. And last Sunday, we talked about real times, real talk, and real God. Si Habakkuk was mainly complaining in the first chapter. Bakit ang daming oppressions? Bakit ang daming mga kurakot? Bakit ang daming magugulo sa ating bayan? Lord, wala ka bang gagawin? And then the Lord replied. And the Lord said, Oh, meron akong gagawin. Pero hindi ka maniniwala sa aking gagawin dahil gagamitin ko ang isang bayan, ang Babylonia, para iparating ang aking pagdidisiplina sa mga pasaway kong mga anak sa Israel. And then Habakkuk launched into another complaint. Lord, sabi namin namin, bakit naman Babylon? Di hamak namang mas mabuti kami kaysa sa Babylon. So ganoon ang usapan ng Habakkuk. And um, we realized last Sunday that in the presence of the Lord, we can do our real talk because He is our real God. And the freedom that we have as people of the Lord is that we can face the chaotic times with grace. Si Pastor Jonathan, they went to a school. Sila nalanadokja. Kami naman ni Pastor Leo, we went to another company here in Kalamba. I will not uh, mention the name yet, but this company, when I was talking to the president and while we were talking to the operations manager, they were chiefly complaining how the environment today in the business world has turned VUCA. Can you say that word? VUCA. Para daw vuvuka na ang, uh, ang mundo dahil parang lalamunin na sila sa dami ng problema ang kinakaharap nila. Letter V, volatile. Napaka-volatile ng mundo, sabi nila, Pastor. Nagbabago ang rules, nagbabago ang competition, nagbabago ang uh, strategy. Letter U, uncertain. Hindi mo na ngayon ma-project kung anong mangyayari next week. Complex, letter C, complex. Hindi na siya black and white, hindi na siya one, two, three. Napakarami ng factors, may AI na, may artificial intelligence na. Hindi mo lang kung tao ang kausap mo or robot lamang. It's now very much complex. And letter A is ambiguous. 
Medyo, you're now trying to peer into the darkness of the uncertainties, and yet life has turned out to be so much more ambiguous, volatile, uncertain, complex, ambiguous. Vuvuka ang bulaklak, mga kaibigan. So, maraming, uh, maraming uh, kagulumihanan, maraming kaguluhan ang tao na kinakaharap in our moments. And as it was true during the times of Habakkuk, ganun din po ang uncertainty na kinakaharap ng mga anak ng Diyos at the very present moment. And that's why we know the Word of God will always be timeless and the Word of God will always be timely. Kaya dito sa lighthouse atin pong nililinang, nililinang ng banal na spirito, ang ating regard, ang ating reverence, ang ating uh, attachment to the Word of God. Because for as long as we are central to the Word of God, yan ang ating core, centrality of the Word. And for as long as there is overflow of the Holy Spirit, letter O, and we will be resilient as a people, letter R, we will know that despite the VUCA environment, the kingdom of God will further expand. To God be the glory forever and ever. Amen? Palapakan natin si Lord, mga kapatid. So, out of reverence for God's word, let us all rise. I will ask my wife again to come up and join me on stage. Uh, we will now be reading from Habakkuk chapter 2. Last Sunday, we talked all about Habakkuk chapter 1. We will now be in Habakkuk chapter 2. Habakkuk chapter 2, verses 1 to four. I will climb up into my watchtower now and wait to see what the Lord will say to me and how he will answer my complaint. Then the Lord said to me, write my answer in large, clear letters on a tablet so that a runner can read it and tell everyone else. But these things I plan won't happen right away. Slowly, steadily, surely, the time approaches when the vision will be fulfilled. If it seems slow, wait patiently, for it will surely take place. It will not be delayed. Look at the proud. They trust in themselves, and their lives are crooked, but the righteous will live by their faith. This is the word of the Lord. Thank you, my love. Let's bow our heads and let's pray. Today, I have entitled this uh, sermon, part number two, Perspective, Patience, and Purpose. Panginoon, salamat po sa inyong buhay na salita, ang inyong salitang nangungusap sa amin, noon pa man, kahit hanggang ngayon, at sa mga parating mga araw ng buhay namin. And so today, Holy Spirit, be the one to teach us. Be the one, Lord, to remind us of everything that Jesus has taught His disciples. And today, Lord, we trust that every heart is open, every mind is excited to receive the incorruptible seed of the Lord into their souls. And today, Lord, you will bless and touch and change the lives of your people. Help us, Lord, in moments like this, when many of us are reeling from the volatility, from the uncertainty, from the complexity, from the ambiguity, of our situations. There is no one else, Lord, to whom we can run. Only you have the words of eternal life. So today, Lord Jesus, come and reign upon your people. 
as we invoke your majesty and return unto you the highest praise. In Jesus' name we pray. All God's children will say, Amen. Papurihan natin si Lord, mga kapatid, as you get seated. If last Sunday the Lord gave us three concepts, real times, real talk, real God, as I was preparing for the Word of God today, the Lord also reminded me of three things. Perspective, patience, and purpose. If we are going to be able to wrestle with at mapapangibabawan natin ang volatility, ang uncertainty, ang complexity, ang ambiguity ng chaotic times that we are facing right now, we need to gain perspective. We need to have the patience that comes from the Holy Spirit. But most of all, it is such a glorious experience when we are able to capture the purposes even of our deepest pains. Now, the reading today took us to, I believe, the central core passage of Habakkuk chapter 2. And it is found in verse 4, the second part of verse 4. And it says, the righteous will live by their faith. And preceding this, the, Habak the book of Habakkuk would say, look at the proud. They trust in themselves. Their lives are crooked. The worst thing that we can do when times are vuka, when times are chaotic, is for us to rely on ourselves, to be proud as a people. That's the worst thing that we can do, to rely on our own strength because now we have seen and now we have proven hanggang saan lang ang pwedeng iabot ng kalakasan mo bilang isang tao. But the righteous shall live by their faith. This is a cornerstone passage quoted repeatedly by Paul in Romans, another time in Galatians, even by the writers of Hebrews. The righteous shall live by faith. What is faith? Faith is believing in things even when you do not see it. Thing, faith is something that you hang on your confidence in even when the rest or the things all around you seem to be collapsing. That is faith. Now, that is not a cop-out. Hindi siya malaki at mabilis na palusot lang. Na kung hindi mo na alam ang sagot, sabihin mo na lang, o by faith na lang. This faith is grounded as well in reason. This is grounded on evidence. Because of the past deeds of the Lord. The Lord has more than proven Himself many times over in your past experiences. Kung babalikan mo lang ang mga pinanggalingan mo sa buhay, kung paano ka sinalban ng Panginoon, kung paano ka binigyan ng Panginoon ng karunungan, how the light of the Lord has shone upon you even when you thought you were already at the end of your rope. Akala mo talagang wala ka ng... Your back was against the wall. Then all of a sudden, the Lord was there. And because of your past experiences with God, you can face the coming days with so much confidence that because God is the same yesterday, today, and forever, He will be the same God that will walk you through even the darkest valleys of the shadows of death. Everyone will say, Amen. 
and you shall fear no evil. Everyone will say, Amen. That the Lord will be the shepherd who will guide you beside still waters. He will be the one to restore your soul. Even when times are still chaotic, magulo pa ang mundo, madilim pa ang kapaligiran. Now, to be a great expositor of the Lord, of the Lord's Word, ang unang tanong natin palagi is, as we would read now the book of Habakkuk chapter 2, ang unang tanong dapat is, ano ang ibig sabihin nito, anong pakahulugan nito sa mga unang nakarinig nito? Because the, Hab the book of Habakkuk was written thousands of years ago. Hindi naman tayo ang audience ng book of Habakkuk. Nung isinulat ang book of Habakkuk, it was for a time when the, where they were living in, it was for the people that surrounded and the people that were being affected by that. So ano kaya ang dating nito? Anong ibig sabihin nito sa mga unang nakarinig ng ating binasa kanina? I have three points for you. Number one, it must have reminded the people in Southern Kingdom in Judah na yes, maraming mga bagay na gagawin ng Panginoon na hindi mo maiintindihan. Kasi nga si Habakkuk nagreklamo kay Lord, Lord, bakit si Babylon ang iyong gagamitin? Di hamak namang mas malala sila sa kanilang mga kasalanan kaysa sa amin. But when Habakkuk started chapter 2, it must have been a great help for Habakkuk and the people reading that oracle for them to gain a perspective. And today, we learn about the power of watchtower living. Can you say that with me? Watchtower living. Habakkuk chapter 1 would start by saying, Pakibasa nga po, I will climb up into my watchtower now and wait to see what the Lord will say to me and how He will answer my complaint. Sa gitna ng VUCA environment, sa gitna ng uncertainty at complexity at ambiguity ng sitwasyon, na kahit hindi satisfied yet ang kaluluwa ni Habakkuk, bakit ganyan, bakit ganito, and yet Habakkuk decided, I will climb up to my watchtower. Kasi kung ang mundo mo ay dito ka lang palagi sa parang, kung ito lang palagi ang level ng iyong perspective sa buhay, Kung palagi ka lang nose to nose with the problems of your life. Kung ang level mo, yun din yung level ng kausap mo, maybe you cannot much get a counsel that will benefit you. You've got to go to the watchtower. You've got to ascend. You've got to go higher. You've got to change your perspective in life. Inglesin mo nga yung katabi mo, gain a perspective, my friend. Yan ang kailangan, uh, yan ang ini-exhort sa atin ng salita ng Diyos. It is when we gain perspective that we realize there are things beyond us. Kasi kung dito lang, ang mukha lang ni Rafa, tsaka ni Caleb, tsaka ng asawa kang nakikita ko. But when I ascend now, and I go to my watchtower, it is a gesture that there is always a higher perspective. Now, I see even beyond my wife, my family, I can see beyond the walls, I can see even the stairs. Going to a watchtower or having watchtower living is an imperative in moments like this. Otherwise, tayo ay magugumon, tayo ay malulubog, malulubog lamang sa komunoy ng buhay. And just like any quicksand, the more you struggle in that, the more or the deeper you will sink. You've got 
to go to the watchtower of the Lord. And when you are, if you are familiar with Old Testament lingo, alam mo ang watchtower is being manned by watchmen. Prophets, they call themselves watchmen. Ezekiel 33, I am a watchman looking for enemies to come. And if they're coming, sabi ni Ezekiel, I will warn the people, flee, because the enemy is coming. A watchman is somebody who awaits the revelations of the Lord. A watchman who sees the entire perspective, the entire vista, the bigger picture, so that you are not just Hindi ka lang lubog sa detalye na pang-araw-araw mong buhay. Dahil pag masyadong dikit ang ilong mo sa problema, parang feeling mo napakalaki ng problema na yan. It is only when you gain perspective that you realize there could be other ways around it. That God can be showing you other ways to approach your business. Other ways to approach your teenager who seems to be having who seems to be having some teenage angst. Ministry problems that seem so big when you're so dikit sa kanya, but when you gain perspective and you go to the tower of the Lord, you realize God is showing you a thousand and one ways to approach things so that you will realize how limited your wisdom is and how infinite God's wisdom is to those that seek His counsel. Amen? Watch Tower Living. I was reading this book by... Uh, by Ben Patterson. The title of the book is Waiting. I'm not sure if this is as clear in the people in the back. But let me read this unto you because I profited so much when I was reading this book. It says, or he says, Triumph and failure always go together in the weight of faith. They are the head and tail of the same coin. Show me a person who has had no struggle with waiting, whose faith has known no swings between victory and defeat, and I will show you a person who has never really trusted God with his or her life. And Patterson continues by saying, to wait on God is to struggle and sometimes to fail. Sometimes the failure teaches us more than the successes. For the failures teach us that to wait on God is not only to wait for His mercy, but to wait by His mercy. Then he says, The success of our waiting lies not in who we are, but in who God is. It is not our strength that will pull us through, the, through to the end, it is God's amazing grace and mercy. Would you agree with this? I like that, that phrase when he said, for the failures teach us that to wait on God is not only to wait for His mercy. Hindi ka lang naghihintay sa kanyang kahabagan, pero yung kakayanan mong maghintay in itself, kahabagan na ng Panginoon. Na binibigyan tayo ng Panginoon ng, ng privilege to wait, to watch out, to discern, to try to figure out. Na hindi tinuturn off ng Panginoon ang iyong katalinuhan dahil lamang ikaw ay mananampalataya. 
Binibigyan ka ng Panginoon ng eyes to see and observe the things happening around you. You don't check out your, your, you don't check your intelligence in the door of the church when you come in. You come in with your mind, with your heart, and with your soul, and you are a realistic person knowing that the outcome of your waiting can either end in failure in human terms or in success in human terms. It is God alone that will will kung ano ang kahihinatnan ng sitwasyon ng buhay mo. Our trust, our role is to trust in Him every step of the way. Gain a perspective. We are finite. God is infinite. So when Habakkuk was writing this, it must have been a reminder for him and for the people of Israel. For so long, masyado niyong pinagkatiwalaan ng inyong sarili, today, go back to the watchtower and gain perspective. Pangalawang angle kung paano to tinanggap ng mga tao during the time of Habakkuk, it was a call for them to grow in patience. Hindi lamang to gain perspective, but to grow in patience. As Patterson would say, waiting is part of the believer's life. And now, the Lord spoke to Habakkuk about patiently waiting for the timing of the fulfillment of the prophetic word. The word would say, this is from the New Living Translation. Pakibasa nga po. These things I plan won't happen right away, says the Lord. Slowly, steadily, surely, the time approaches when the vision will be fulfilled. If it seems slow, wait patiently, for it will take place, it will not be delayed. You see, the word delay, the word of God assures us that the vision will never be delayed. But from the human perspective, anong pagtingin natin? Lord, mukhang nalilate ka na. Lord, sana yung sagot kahapon pa. Lord, sana yung sagot nyo last week pa. Ang tagal nang nagdurusan ng Pilipinas. But the Lord says, yes, matagal ang pag-unfold ng vision. And yet, the Word of God assures us He will not be delayed. God's prophetic fulfillment is always right on time. Hindi timetable ng tao, hindi timetable ng presidente, hindi timetable ng senior pastor, hindi timetable ng anak, ng asawa, ng mister, timetable ni Lord ang ating sinusundan. So, for Habakkuk's time, for the people of Habakkuk's time, the Lord was teaching them to grow in patience. There is always this thing called prophetic timing. Thirdly, for the people of Habakkuk, pangatlong bagay, as they understood it, as these words were being spoken, it was not only to gain a perspective or to grow in patience. Thirdly, it was also the need to grasp the purpose. Kung meron kayong gagawin, Habakkuk, kung meron kayong gagawin, mga Israelites, sa mga panahong hindi nyo naiintindihan ng ginagawa ng Diyos, Ask the Holy Spirit to teach you to grasp the purposes of life. Why? Because at the end, the purpose is the glory of the Lord will be revealed. Verse 14, hindi natin nabasa ito kanina. 
But the verse 14 or verse 14 would now say, Pakibasa nga po, For the time will come when all the earth will be filled as the waters fill the sea with an awareness of the glory of the Lord. Kinakanta natin yan sa, sa church. As the waters cover the sea. Cover the earth, Lord, cover the earth. Hindi mo naintindihan. But when the prophetic timing comes, when the fulfillment finally comes, isa ang purpose kung bakit pinayagan ni Lord ang volatility, ang uncertainty, ang complexity, ang ambiguity, so that in the weakness of man, the glory of God shall be revealed. Sa kahinaan mo, doon ka lalong ng panghawak, doon mo lalong pinanghawakan ang kalakasan ng Diyos, at at the end, ang kaluwalatian ng Panginoon ang maitataas, hindi ang kaluwalatian ng kahit sino paman. Amen? Everyone will say Amen. Palapakan natin si Lord, mga kaibigan. So in the time of Habakkuk, the people saw these three things. And now, even the Lord assured Habakkuk that you will live by faith. Why? Because a day is coming when the Lord's justice will be upon the Babylonians as well. Yung Babylon nagagamitin ni Lord to punish the Israelites. Pero yung Babylon mismo ay masama. The Lord has a word for Babylon. He says in Habakkuk 2 verse 16, You, meaning the Babylonians, you will be filled with shame instead of glory. Now it is your turn. May oras at may araw ka rin. Anong sabi niya? Drink and be exposed. The cup from the Lord's right hand is coming around to you and disgrace will cover your glory. The violence you have done to Lebanon will overwhelm you. Your destruction of animals will terrify you for you have shed man's blood. You have destroyed lands and cities and everyone in them. It must have been a comfort for Habakkuk na ipinangako ng Panginoon, yes, karumaldumal ang nation of Babylon. Dapat hindi silang gagamitin kung si Habakkuk lang ang magdedesisyon. But in the infinite will of the Lord, the Lord is going to use Babylon, but Babylon will have his day in court. If I may borrow the terms of the lawyers, he will have his day of reckoning. He will have his day when the Lord will weigh him in the balance scale and he will be found wanting. Babylon will be punished by the Lord. And maybe this is a word of comfort to all of us who are here and you are seeking justice from people who have unjustly vexed your soul for people who have unjustly treated you. Kung ipapaubaya natin sa Panginoon ang justicia, si Lord is a God of righteousness and justice and in these things He delights. Hindi makakalusot kay Lord ang masasamang tao. Darating din ang araw nila sa paghuhusga ng Panginoon. Everyone will say Amen. That's why the Lord says, do not take vengeance to your heart. Do not take dark justice into your hands because only the Lord knows the real score and the Lord is the ultimate just judge in the entire narrative of human life. Amen? And Habakkuk chapter 2 verse 20 would say, but the Lord is in, holy, in His holy temple and let all the earth be silent before Him. In other words, the Lord is saying, in all this volatility, uncertainty, complexity, ambiguity, 
Oh, my friends, don't make any mistake. The Lord is in His holy temple. Si Lord ay namamayani pa rin bilang isang hari. Kailanman hindi niya igigive up ang kanyang trono. Kailanman hindi niya iiwanan ang kanyang pagiging Diyos. Ang ating role as a righteous people is to live by faith and all the earth be silent before Him because one day the glory of the Lord shall be revealed together. The righteous shall live by faith. Gain a perspective. Grow in patience. Grasp the purpose. Maybe there's a reason why, even in the midst of their calamities, the people of Israel, at least the remnants, had the peace of the Lord. Second question, now that we have understood what it must have meant to the original hearer, maybe the second question now is, now how are all these accomplished in Christ Jesus? Wag muna natin i-apply sa ating mga sarili. Dahil kung tatalon tayo from Old Testament truths to our reality now, I will just be moralizing here. I will just be dishing out advice. Gawin nyo to number one. Gawin nyo to number two. Gawin nyo to number three. And that's not the purpose of real faithful preaching. We've got to realize, fellow Christians, that whenever we peer at the truth in the Old Testament, all of these truths have already been accomplished in Christ Jesus, our Lord. Walang isang bagay sa Old Testament na require ang amang nasa langit na hindi nagampanan at hindi nakompleto ng Panginoong Heso Kristo. In this part of eternity when we are now living post-resurrection, tapos na ang pagkabuhay, pagkamatay, muling pagkabuhay ng Panginoon, now we charge everything to the cross of Jesus. If we are going to face the chaotic times in grace, we've got to look at the cross of Christ, not on our own strength, but only on the applied strength of the Lord upon His believers. How are all these accomplished in Jesus? Number one, in Jesus, we gain a perspective. Yes, magaluang mundo, but in Jesus, whenever you look at His life, at his ministry, at everything he said, at everything he thought, we gain a perspective. And one hour will not be enough to review the entire narrative of the Bible. So today, let me just focus on the book of Philippians. The book of Philippians would now say, though he was God, he did not demand and cling to his rights as God. He made himself what? Nothing. He took the what? The humble position of what? A slave and appeared in human form. Gain a perspective, my friend. Let me preach now. If you're feeling like God has forgotten you, that God seems to have parang, parang hindi na concern si Lord sa buhay natin, go back to the manger. This is not a Christmas sermon yet. Although malapit ng Christmas, magbebermans na po in about two weeks, mga kaibigan. Alright? But when you go back to the story of the manger, you gain a perspective of how loved we are that God 
Jesus Christ, being God himself, did not consider equality with God. He embraced humanity just so he can feel what we feel. He can empathize with our pain and yet show us the way to God the Father because he lived a sinless life. Posibleng makuha ang kaligtasan ng Panginoon kung babalikan mo kung anuman ang ginawa ng Panginoong Heso Kristo para sa iyo. I was talking to a friend. He's from the Islamic religion. A fraternity brother. Very good friend. Kabarkada ko buong college. And now, he's an imam in their religion. And now he knows that I am a pastor. So one time, he engaged me in a mini-debate. Sabi niya, brad, alam kong debater ka, debater din ako sa UP, magdebate na tayo ng amicably between fraternity brothers. Sabi niya, kaya kaming mga sa Islam, hindi, hindi, namin ma, hindi namin matatanggap ang inyong Diyos na si Jesus. Because how can it be that God can so abase Himself and become human? In the Islamic religion, that cannot be. God is so holy, He said. Allah is so great that Allah cannot be a human being. And then he started depicting, you, 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 you mean, sorry, huh? you mean your God went to the CR? You mean your God needed a deodorant? You mean your God needed to brush his teeth? Because he was a human being? For us, in Islam, we cannot and we will never ever accept it. How can your God, as he said, Pastor Jojo, be like human beings? It is an insult to God. Valid question? Yes? Ititext ko lang sa inyo ang sagot ko, mga kaibigan. Sabi ko, oo nga. <laughs> of course, I said so many things. I quoted many verses. But here is where I saw a glimmer in his eyes. Now hopefully, I believe it was an inroad to his heart. And I said, okay, let me give you, after the verses that I quoted about incarnation, about Jesus being uh, God himself, about Jesus being the image of God, all of these, you know, I just said, you know when I fell in love with Rose, because he knew my first wife in college, and then he knew that my first wife died, and now I have married the second time. So because, you know when I fell in love with Rose, Rose was in the U.S., and I would, not, I would not be able to bear the long-distance relationship. Ang layo kayo na yung Houston sa BF Almanza. Sabi ko, you know, when I decided to propose to her, to ask her to be my wife, you know what I did, Brad? Sabi ko, I traveled all the way to Houston. I brought my mom with me. I brought Luke, Rafa, and Caleb with me, so that the entire Baldo family could go to Houston just so I could kneel before Rose and ask her, will you please be my wife? Sabi ko, why did I do that? Because I loved her so much, I had to go myself to propose unto her my love. Sabi ko, anong pakiramdam mo, Brad? Kung gusto mo mag-propose sa asawa mo, sa girlfriend mo, 
at pinadala mo lang yung barangay captain, ang barangay captain na lang ang magpropose para sa iyo. Will the woman be honored? Sabi niya, of course not. What if you send the PNP chief propose for me? Will your fiance be honored? Of course not. The woman will be honored. Sabi ko, Rose, I believe, was honored because I had taken the time and spent the resources and the energy just so I could ask her myself. Jesus, sabi ko, did exactly for you and for me. He could have sent prophets like Muhammad to tell you that God loves you. But would you be convinced? No. He sent His very own Son, co-eternal, the same substance, the image of God to come down to earth and be like human beings just so you and me shall never have a doubt how God so loved the world. You and me, you grow in patience. That's why you know all of these have been accomplished in Jesus Christ. Philippians would now say, and in human form, he, he, obediently, he obediently humbled himself even further by dying a criminal's death on a cross. How could God embrace such filth in his body? Wala naman siyang kasalanan. And yet, when Peter was trying to stop the, the soldiers of Caiaphas, you don't touch my master. Jesus said, how then will the scriptures be fulfilled? Allow them. Jesus, when he was being nailed down to the cross by the Romans, he could have called on the legions of angels and they could have swept him off and killed all the Romans. But even in his direst, darkest times, Jesus kept quiet and if he said something, he said, Father, forgive them for they do not know what they do. Would you like to have the patience to face the VUCA times we are in? Go back to the cross. If Jesus became patient, even if he had the sole right to exterminate humanity right there and then, so can we face the problems of our lives and grow in patience as well. Amen? And lastly, when you look at the glorified Jesus, because now we know death could not hold him. Now we know that Jesus is now seated in the right hand of the Father. And now we know that Jesus one day will come again to judge the living and the dead. Philippians will now end by saying, Pakibasa? Because of this, God raised him up to the heights of heaven and gave him a name that is above every other name so that at the name of Jesus every knee will bow in heaven and on earth and under the earth and every tongue will confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. That's why you can now grasp the purpose. Jesus did not exempt himself from the pains of life. Jesus did not exempt, did not exempt himself from the ignominy of the cross. Tinanggap niya ang parusang hindi naman siya ang karapat-dapat na tumanggap because he knows only by his sacrifice will everything in Scripture be fulfilled. And that is to declare his glory that now every tongue will confess Jesus is the Lord. And whenever we confess this, this is to the glory of the Father in heaven. And all God's children will say, Amen. Palapakan natin si Lord, mga kapatid. Everything has been done in Christ Jesus.
perspective, patience, purpose, we can face the challenging times in grace. In closing, what do all these now mean to us? Now that we understand how it would have meant to the people of Habakkuk's time, and how everything was done and accomplished in Christ Jesus, the third part of every preaching should be, now, what does it mean to you? What does it mean to me? Three things before we sing another song. Pakibasa? Man your station until reposition. Very practical. Say it again. Man your station until reposition. Now that you, you have gained the perspective, now that you have grown and you are growing in patience, now that you are grasping the purposes of your pains in life, the calling of the Lord is Habakkuk chapter 2 verse 1 in NIV version. He says, I will stand at my watch and station myself on the ramparts. Ramparts is another word for watchtower. Let me talk now to you, my lighthouse family. We cannot be a people so consumed na yes, sinabi ni Lord, mapaparosahan ng Babylon. Sinabi ni Lord, one day justice will reign. Sinabi ni Lord, one day His glory will fill the earth. Future tense. Yes, one day God will even the playing field. And he will reverse the tides of life. But meanwhile, habang naghihintay ako sa hustisya ng Panginoon, tunganga muna ako sa bahay. Hindi na ako mag-aaral. Magdodotan lang ako buong maghabon dahil total naman, darating ang panahon. Babaguhin ng Lord ang lahat ng bagay. Bakit pa ako magpapakahirap in present time? Now, that is an erroneous reading of the Scriptures. When you have the perspective that God is doing something, when the Lord is causing this patience to grow in you, when you are now grasping the purposes of your present pains, kaibigan, man your station. Do your work. Do the job of an evangelist, sabi ni Paul kay Timothy. Do your job as a parent, student. Study as hard as you can. Finish your courses. Amen? Husbands, be faithful to your wives. Wives, be faithful and be loving and respectful towards your husband. Why? Because you know that is your station in life right now. But one day, the Lord will glorify us and the Lord will change everything. He will recreate creation and we will be in heaven with God where there are no more tears, no more pain, no more death. But while we are going through these events in life, Man your station. Do your job well. Akbayan mo ngayon katabi mo. Ayusin mo ang buhay mo, kaibigan. Habang hinihinday mo, magpakabuti ka. Magpakabait ka. Magpakatenu ka. Amen? Man your station until you are repositioned. Now, that's practical, ladies and gentlemen. I was counseling a group of young people. I will not name them. And as young people, their concern is always, Pastor, shall I find, will I ever find the one? When? 
kailan po? That's always, and that's a very valid feeling of young people, by the way. When you are now in your 20s, going to your 30s, even going to your mid-30s and 40s, you're always asking that. Darating pa ba ang ipinangako ng Diyos na magiging katuwang ko at magiging kabiyak ko sa buhay? And I don't have straight answers to that. Because I cannot presume on the will of the Lord if you will really get married. Because what if the will of the Lord is He wills you to enjoy single blessed life? And that is not a reduction of your personhood. Hindi kabawasan ng iyong pagkatao kung ikay magiging single blessed for the rest of your life. Everyone will say, Amen. I was telling these young people, you know what? The most perfect person in the world that ever lived, Jesus Christ, he was single. If marriage is really the definition of you being a person, Jesus must have gotten married. He must have exemplified it. Na hindi kompleto ang buhay mo kung wala kang asawa, dapat sa Biblia, nag-asawa rin si Jesus. Kasi dapat ipangaral niyang ang pag-aasawa, ang kakompletuhan, ang kabuuan ng pagkatao mo. But even the most perfect person remains single. So I said to the young people, if it's going to be the will of the Lord for you to remain single for the rest of your life, embrace it, love it, celebrate it, because the Bible is replete with so much celebrations that if you are single, you can also be single-hearted in your service unto the Lord. Amen? Now, I'm not glorifying single in here. If you are still wishing for your lover to propose, why not? Choknat. But should your station in life be that of singlehood? I am affirming you today in the power of the word of the Lord. You are as valuable, as loved by the Lord. Man your station until you are repositioned. Baka naman, beken amen. Kasi yung search Rosa, usapan namin, sabi ni Rose, ako nga, 47 years old na, nung nag-propose sa akin si Pastor Jojo. Beken amen. Are you, are, you, are you getting this, my friends? But I, then I looked at the young people and I said, but you know, if you are really hopeful to get married, don't be so gung-ho about advertising it in uh, Facebook that you are really desperate to have a loved one. Sabi ko, today, man your station. Be the best version of yourself. Study hard. Go for your master's degree. Go for your doctoral degree. Engage in a business. Be a millionaire before you turn 25 years old. Sabi ko, tingnan mo lang kung di magkandara pa ang mga manliligaw sa'yo, mga kapatid. Everyone will say, Amen. Man your station until you are repositioned. Station yourself. Habakkuk went to the watchtower because it was his prophetic call to be the watchman of Israel. He's stationed there. He said, I will be quiet here, Lord. I will wait for your word. I will wait patiently what you will answer to my complaints. I think this is the wisdom of the Lord for many of us today. Man your station until you are repositioned. In the book by William Willimon, Undone by Easter, I love this quote. I highlighted this in my book and he said, There are times 
when we are waiting on God to do something for us, when, sad to say, God seems to take forever. And then there are times when God is waiting on us to do something for God, when, thank God, God seems to give forever. Gain that perspective. Kung hinihintay natin si Lord, Lord, ang tagal mo naman. Kailan ba, Lord? Pero kung si Lord naman may hinihintay siyang gawin natin para sa Kanya, the Lord also giving us forever. Sige lang na, take your time. Hindi ka pa ready? Sige, may ginagawa ka ba? May ginagawa pang banal spirit sa buhay mo? God is giving you forever to change your heart, to change your, to renew your mind, to renew your soul. But the point is, as you are watching and waiting, wait on God by the mercies of God. Amen? Secondly, lapit na. As you man your station until you are repositioned, I also say this. Latch to God's Word and share it to others. Latch on the Word of God. Kung merong ang panghahawakan, hindi yung Facebook mo, hindi yung Instagram mo, hindi yung social media account mo, kung ilan ang followers mo, latch on the Word of God. Because heaven and earth will fade, but the Word of God will remain forever. Amen? Kung gusto mo ng isang, ng isang constant sa buhay mo, it's not your Prince Charming who will be constant. Because sooner or later, people leave. Either physically they leave you, or physically they die and they leave you. But when you have the Word of God in this season of volatility, uncertainty, complexity, and ambiguity, latch on the Word of God. And you know what? You have a job to do as you man your station. Share it to others. Habakkuk chapter 2, verse 2. The Lord replied, Write down the revelation and make it plain on tablets so that a herald may run with it. For every event of your life, if we will just be sensitive to God, God has a word for your specific situation. For every circumstance that you're going through, God has a counsel for you and for you alone. So what do you do? You listen to the word of God. And when you get a revelation, make sure you write it down. Para hindi lang siya lalagpas. Just as a general counsel. Ah, hindi naman ang sinasabi ng Lord sa ibang tao. No, make that revelation specially yours. Lord, ito ang nireveal mo sa akin by your word of God. Not just in a dream, not just in somebody saying, I have a word for you, pero wala naman sa Bible. Pastor Leo was teaching us this yesterday. Pastor Leo was saying, sometimes may mga young people, young gentlemen, that they make it their goal to be prophetic to the other young women. You know, may prophetic words sa akin. Ikaw daw ang mapapangasawa ko. Nung, nung sinagot, ay hindi pala, ikaw na lang daw. Nung hindi pa rin, ah, ikaw na lang daw. Lahat ginagawang prophetic word ang lahat ng ladies sa church. Now, that's not prophetic word. A prophetic word is something that God reveals to you when you are engaging the Word of God. How will you be able to receive the Word when you are not even in the Word? Pakikonsensya nga ang katabi mo. How is your Bible reading discipline, kapatid? When you are not in the Word, how can you, re how can you receive the revelation of the Lord? And ito ba, sabi ni Habakkuk, sabi ni Lord kay Habakkuk, write it on tablets, make it plain. Oh, I love the word of Pastor Jonathan always. Huwag natin kukomplikahin ang hindi naman mahirap. Kung pwedeng padaliing maintindihan, 
Gawin yung mas easier to understand. And the Lord has the word. Make it plain. Huwag mong pakumplakahin. Kung anong pinapagawa ng Panginoon, make it plain. Write it on tablets. Kaya, kaya nakarating sa atin ng book of Habakkuk hanggang ngayon, mga kapatid. Kaya may record ng book of Habakkuk. You know why? Because Habakkuk obediently did it. He wrote it in tablets. Lahat ng narinig kay Lord, chinisil niya on tablets of stone. Or maybe he wrote it in papyrus, kung may papyrus na nung araw na yun. He wrote it so that a herald can run with it. Because our duty, my friends, even in the middle of our pains, is to receive the revelation from the Lord and to share that counsel to others who need it as much as you do. For many of us here who have been through the most extreme pains of life, you recall those times when the only thing that made you make one more step is the Word of God. Gusto mo nang bumigay. Gusto mo nang sumuko. But the Word of God, every time you would open the Bible, the Word of God would speak to you. I was talking to somebody a few days ago. And he was saying, you know, Pastor, the Lord spoke to me when I was reading 1 Peter. Sabi ko, anong sinabi ni Lord? Patawarin mo na yung taong nakasakit sa'yo. I will not reveal the, the details. But apparently, meron taong labis na nakadisappoint sa kanya. And few weeks or few months have passed already na binubrew niya sa kanyang puso. Ang tampo, ang galit na yun. And then, he read, she read the Word of God and the Word of God says, forgive. And so she texted the person. And the person responded. And then sabi niya, Pastor, Isang text lang pala, nagkaayos na kami. You make it plain. Minsan, kinukomplika pa natin ang kautosan ng Diyos. Kung kay Lord naman, isang bagay lang, gawin mo lang ang alam mo na, and you will see the realization of it in your life. When you are facing the VUCA times, latch on to the Word of God and share it to others. And lastly, trust in God's timing. I'm sure you have heard countless sermons about trusting in God's time. But you see, the book of Habakkuk says, the revelation awaits an appointed time. There is an appointed time. It may be slow in your discernment. It may be slow in your judging, in your judgment. But trust in God's timing. And while you are waiting and waiting for the timing of the Lord, prepare for your upcoming sacred season. I remember one preaching here of Pastor Chuck. He said, as you are preparing for the one, he was talking to the young people, make sure that you are becoming the one. Kasi pag dumating na rin yung the one mo, marirecognize ka niya na you are his, the one. And I like that counsel. While you are waiting for God's timing, prepare, exercise, Read books. Engage in the ministry. Volunteer in the ministry. Pagpapastorin kaya ako ni Lord? I'm not sure. Pero while you are waiting for that calling, mag-usher muna. Agree? Mag-discipleship group muna. And maybe in the business of your ministry, as you are now honing your skills and competencies and your deeper connection with God, one day God will say, the appointed time has come. And that's my testimony. 
In the year 2000, along with Brother Boy Hernandez, Brother Chito Kare, Brother Alvin Mendoza, Pastor Ron de Guzman, we were formed by Pastor Albert as the core group of the cinema. I was averse to it. Why? Because people were starting to call me pastor. Pastor Jojo, sabi ko, no, ano lang, volunteer lang. Talagang kinukrosan ko pa sila para walang tumawag sa aking pastor. Hindi, pastor kay, hindi talaga, volunteer nga lang, sabi ni Pastor Albert. And in my desire not to be boxed in by the church, I even left Alabang. I went all the way to Mandaluyong para wala nang mga taga-lighthouse makapag-istorbo sa akin. Ang problema, twice a week, may kumakatok sa kondo namin. Pastor, dito na tayo mag-DG. Mandaluyong na, hinahabol pa rin ako ng mga taga-lighthouse. And then one night, three years later, one night, three years later, I was already in Mandaluyong for three years, running away from God, showing up in lighthouse only on Sundays like this. But one night, one night, nothing triggered it. I did not come from a retreat. I was coming from a very tiring work day of a, of a young professional. As I opened my Matthew chapter 9, the verse says, My people are without a shepherd. One verse. My people are without a shepherd. One verse. My heart was broken to a million pieces. And I started weeping uncontrollably. I was running away from God. I did not want to be a pastor. But one verse from the Bible, my people are without a shepherd. That night I decided, Lord, I'm saying yes. I will hold your people in my heart. One week later, I resigned from my job. And 2003, I became a full-time pastor here in Lighthouse Christian Community. It's been 20 years, ladies and gentlemen. There has been no looking Amen? Wait for that appointed time. But while waiting, prepare for your upcoming sacred season. Tell the person beside you, ready? Perspective, patience, purpose. Next Sunday, I will now go to the last chapter of the book of Habakkuk. Habakkuk chapter 3. The Lord has, sir, has saved the best for last. For last. Alam niyo naman siguro yung chapter 3, no? Ito yung, though the fig tree does not blossom, though there may be no food in the stalls or in the vines, there are no grapes in the vines, though the olive crops fail, though the fields produce no food, oh, though there are no sheep in the pen and no cattle in the stalls, yet I will rejoice in the Lord. I will be joyful in God, my Savior. It had to take Habakkuk chapter 1 and chapter 2 for Habakkuk chapter 3 to make sense. When you see the real times and when you do real talk to a real God and now you grasp the purpose, you grow in patience and now you also gain the perspective, then Habakkuk chapter 3 next Sunday will be one blessed revelation of the Word of God and allow the Holy Spirit to seal this word that has been preached unto us today. Papurihan natin ang Diyos mga kapatid. Ang ating Diyos na hindi kailangan managkulang sa kanyang mga anak sa pagbibigay ng tamang perspektiba 
sa kung ano man ang pinagdadaanan natin, base na rin sa kapangyarihan ng kanyang salita. Ang banal na spirito na nagbibigay sa atin ng spiritual fruit of patience. Mahirap makintay. Pero sa kaawaan ng banal na spirito, nakapaghihintay tayo. Amen? Pero ang kahal- pinakamahalaga, binibigyan niya ng kadahilanan ang lahat ng yugto ng ating buhay. Tayo man ay nasa tugatog ng tagumpay o nasa pinakamalalim, pinakamadalim na lambak ng pagdurusa. Nahahanap, nasusumpungan natin ang kadahilanan ng banal na spirito. And with that, we can face the chaotic times in grace and by grace. Panginoon, salamat po na muli inyong kinausapang inyong mga anak. Tunay nga po, Lord, that your word is always timeless and timely. Sa lahat, Lord, ng kaguluhang nakikita namin all over the nation, even all over the world. When economies are collapsing, when prices are soaring, when the confidence level of people is plummeting, Lord, kung kung itutuon lang namin ang aming paningin sa mga nakikita namin, kami po ay labis na mapaghaharian ng pag-aalala at pagkatakot. But today, Lord, you said, the righteous shall live by faith. Aming tutungtungan, Panginoon, kung ano man ang alam namin na itinuro po ng inyong banal na spirito sa pamamagitan ng inyong mga banal na salita. Tutungtungan namin, Lord, because you are our rampart. We stand in our watchtower, Lord, and wait patiently for what the Lord has to reveal. Because you promise, Lord, your revelation awaits an appointed time. So, Lord, while waiting for that appointed time, we wait patiently, we wait joyfully, we wait in worship, O Lord. Because we know, Lord, you are God who is sovereign and you will fill the whole earth with your glory as the waters cover the sea. And we will realize, Lord, you are seated on your throne in the temple. And so let all the earth be silent before you. So today, Lord, we return to you our highest praise. Holy, holy. Can you declare that now, church? Open your mouths right now. Holy unto, holy, holy are you, Lord God. Worship now the, the Lord, church. Open your mouths right now and in your own ways, in your own words, itasin niyo ang inyong pagpapasalamat sa Panginoon. Because this is how we overcome. This is how we overcome the darkness. We invoke the light of Jesus upon us. Come on, let there be 30 seconds of praise in this church today, right now. Come on. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, rarasika Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. You are seated in your throne, Lord Jesus. We shall not be in want, for you are our great shepherd, O Lord. Receive now the worship of your people. Shout of victory, O Lord. In the midst of the darkness, Lord, shine the light of Christ. In the midst of pain, Lord, shine your healing upon your people, Lord. In the midst of all troubles, Lord, embrace your people with peace.
Thank you, Lord, for you have trained our tongue. You have trained us for war, Lord. You have equipped your people through these years, Panginoon. You have equipped us, Lord, how to face the dark times. And we have known, Lord, we shall never trust in our own strength. We shall never trust, Lord, in our muscle power. We shall never put our trust in our financial resources. We cast our eyes on you alone. And we await, Lord. We await. We await your revelation, Lord. We await your coming. Maranatha. Come, Lord Jesus. Oh, Lord, we await you. More than watchmen, watch for the morning. We await your coming, oh, Lord. But meanwhile, Lord, while we are waiting, we man our station. We do the task of an evangelist. We latch in your word. We share your word to the people that need it most. We glorify your name forever and ever. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for speaking to your people. Unto you alone, Lord Jesus, be all praises and glory and honor forever and ever. Lift up your hands, church, and may the Lord bless you and may the Lord keep you. May the Lord make His face to shine upon you and may the Lord be gracious unto all of you. May the Lord lift His countenance towards all, all of us. May the Lord grant us His peace, His perspective, His passion, His purposes to the glory of the one and only King, our Lord Jesus, in whose name we pray. Everyone will shout, Amen. I will see you next Sunday. Give someone a hug today. Enjoy the rest of the Sunday, ladies and gentlemen. Ingat, enjoy your lunch. God bless you, online community.